five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
down an ancient wall of stone atop a hill so high and if you listen with your heart you just may hear my cry where has the base of me gedush gone i stand here all alone how long am i to wait for all my children to come home A house of marble and of gold once stood here by my side from far and wide all came to see its beauty and its pride but seen as khinam brought it down and with it so much pain now only ahabasis roe can build it once again together shines our faith in our times can we help to change those lives of sorrow could we bring the world a better tomorrow will our deeds illuminate break those clouds of certain faith spreading rays of hope and Torah sunshine Western wall on Friday night his first time ever there strapped into his knapsack with his long and curly hair he stood there for a while then broke out with a smile emotion overwhelming joy with tears the men were dancing there the heart so full of love they sang such happy tunes to thank the one above for showing them the way for giving them the day to rest rejoice with peace of mind to pray just one Shabbos and we'll all be free just one Shabbos come and join with me let's sing and dance to the sky with 
Some changes in his life A brand new family With children and his wife They learn new things each day To live the Torah way The message of the Shabbos They relate Now every Friday night They go down to the wall Invite some people home And they will tell them all We'll teach you this new song to join and sing along and soon we'll all be free it won't be long
dark, frigid cellar Alone, just a small group of men When in rushed the soldiers And led them all away The flame of Torah flickered on that day So many tears So much sorrow Oh, the pain has lasted Thousands of years Oh, but soon we'll stop crying The cruelty will end will descend Someday we will all be together Oh, someday we'll be sheltered and warm Never will we have to try by asking one small question it won't take up too much time can you tell me 
Can you answer who am I? I can be stronger, I can be braver, I can be, I can be anything, anything I wanna be, oh, anything I wanna be.
J.M. in the A.M. It's the English medley off of Yaakov Shweki's uh, Those Were Today's Volume Number 2. Uh, brand new here at J.M. the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast on this February the 13th, day 18 in the month of Shvat. Hi, Shvat 5780. Good morning, everybody. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Let's see. So far, you heard uh, the Yaakov Shweki medley, Baruch Levine with Shei Bunna. Danny Palgon had Bo. Oh, didn't we have the... Uh, didn't we have the Shalshelis Jr. Shalshelis medley in there? I believe so. So we have to include that as well in our list. And um, uh, Danny Palgon had Bo, and of course Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday with 38 degrees, 94 percent humidity, winds are north at two miles an hour. Rain today with a high of 46, and tonight clouds early, clearing late, a low of 31. Tomorrow sunshine, a high of 34. Look for a very cold Friday night in this area. Tomorrow night, the temperature is really going to dip to numbers that we have not been used to during this uh, current winter. 58 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 38 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. We'll meet our friends from a time later on. They have a major event this weekend, as you know, the Shasathon. And uh, Rabbi Rosen was here last week. And as we promised, we're going to bring in some people who have benefited from the services of a time. That's going to happen later on between 7.30 and 8.30 here at JM and AM. Also, rumor has it that Rabbi Josh Fast, the leader of Nefesh Benefesh, and someone who's worked with us for a long, long time, is going to join us to discuss the big mega event that's happening in New York City in the middle of March. And uh, I hope everybody out there who's ever had an inkling of possibly moving to Israel will set aside time to be in Teaneck, New Jersey that day, March the 15th, in order to pursue uh, the possibility of actually uh, heading to the Holy Land, which would be really cool if uh, if it happens because you heard it here. <laughs> yeah, that would be very cool. That would make me very happy. Uh, I want to thank those who comment on the app. Uh, listener New York to Montreal wanted to know who was covering all these classics, and that's your answer. It's Those Were Today's Volume Number 2 from Yaakov Shweki, who did a really good job on so many great classics that we enjoy and, uh, frankly, love bringing back every once in a while. Uh, sometimes even more than every once in a while. Thursday morning, JM in the AM, and um, a full schedule today. A full schedule, as you can imagine, at 9 o'clock, Charlie Harari, 9.30, Michael Fragan, 10 a.m., Allison Josephs, 10.30, Miriam L. Wallach, live lunch at 11, throwback Thursday, JM Rewind, at 7 o'clock tonight, the Arab Shabbos Show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, that's, of course, hosted by Mark Zamek. I mean, we have a lot of a lot of great material and wonderful programming going on Keep it here all day on Thursday and every day on NSN. You'll be happy you did. More coming up. It's JM in the AM with Gershon Varoba.
גם כשיש עננים שמכסים את הכל ולא רואים שום דבר, רק עומדים במקום זה קצת לא נעים איך הכל מסתלק, נעלם ונסתר ואז באים חברים לחזק להרים מביאים משפטים של אנשים חכמים אני עדיין בחושך מחכה כאן לבד. יש רק אחד שיודע באמת מה עובר לי בפנים. יש רק אחד ששומע אלוקים, אלוקים. וכך במשך שנים מתרגלים לחיים, ממשיכים כך ללכת. עולים ויורדים, מסתובב לאחור, את כל זה עברתי, כל זה עברתי. ואנחנו גדלים, חברים מתרחקים, משפחה, ילדים, הקשיים הרגילים. מה שנשאר מכל זה, זו רק ההרגשה ש... שומע אלוקים, אלוקים. 
אתם אומרים פן, ואני אומר כן, אתם כן ואני כן. אתם אומרים פן, ואני אומר כן, אתם כן ואני כן. אתם אומרים פן, ואני אומר כן. יומי לואי, פן פן. רק הקדוש ברוך הוא דנבי אוהד, יוני זי with רק אחד, you heard Yehuda Green in there with רוח. שירה למלך, that was Leif Tahar, and Gershon Veroba had Shimcha. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web, and NachumSigl.com, and the NachumSigl Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app, and... Um, Hour number one is complete. Hour number two is coming up here at JM in the AM. So we, oh, there we go. I was waiting for our news from Israel feed to begin. Uh, from the NSN app, let's see. Last night I had the pleasure of attending a shir by, by Rabbanit Yemima Mizrahi in the Aisha Torah building. Afterwards, a special super treat. This is according to listener Devorah. Uh, Miriam Israeli performed. Aside from being a super talented songwriter, she's a great singer. I think most people aren't aware of that. 
She's responsible to the, for the lyrics of today's hottest hits. Oh, yes, she is. Very nice. Um, if you want to comment on the app, go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM, Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Hashash Taim. Shalom Rav, Kanehud Graf, Im Mashekorayachshav. פאוטה כבת שנתיים נהרגה מחפץ כבד שנפל עליה סמוך לבאר שבע. צוות מד"א פינה אותה לבית החולים סורוקה, שם נקבע מותה. באשדוד פועל כבן חמישים נפצע אנוש מפגיעת חפץ כבד שנפל עליו בנמל בעיר. כתבנו רמי שני מעדכן שצוות מד"א שהגיע למקום פינה אותו לבית החולים אסותא. 17 שנות מאסר נגזרו על סב שביצע עבירות מין במשך שנים בנכדתו בת השמונה. כתבת תחום המשפט, ליה ספילקין. הנאשם כיום בן 70 הורשע שביצע עבירות מין חמורות ביניהן אינוס ומעשים מגונים בנכדתו הקטינה, שביקרה אותו לעיתים תכופות עם משפחתה. הסב ניצל את המצוקה הכלכלית בה היו נתונים הוריה של הילדה, והכריח אותה לבצע את המעשים בתמורה לכסף ומתנות. בנוסף לעונש המאסר, נגזר על הסב לשלם פיצוי לקטינה בסך 200 אלף שקלים. המשבר בספינת הקורונה. שר הבריאות יעקב ליצמן הודיע כי המשנה למנכ"ל המשרד, הפרופסור איתמר גרוטו, יטוס היום ליפן כדי להשתתף בדיונים של הרשויות שם. בשיחה עם אפי בן אברהם וגל גבאי אמר הפרופסור גרוטו נדרוש מהיפני מטוס שישיב לארץ את הישראלים. ככל שיהיה צורך בכך, אנחנו נעשה הערכת מצב, אני אעשה הערכת מצב יחד עם היפנים, וגם נתייעץ עם המשרדים במשרד פה, ונחליט אם צריך חשד לשוד אלים בירושלים. אלמונים פרצו לבית של קשישה בשכונת פסגת זאב, כפתו אותה, לקחו כסף ותכשיטים מהדירה ונמלטו מהמקום. בשעה זו מתקיים אחריהם מצוד. כתבנו בבירה יובל שגב מוסר כי שוטרים וחוקרי זיהוי פלילי שהגיעו לזירה אוספים ממצאים וראיות. בית החולים איכילוב יאסור כניסת קורקינטים חשמליים לשטחו. מדווח כתבנו לענייני בריאות, מאיר מרציאנו. בעקבות ריבוי תאונות הדרכים במעורבות קורקינטים חשמליים, שאחת מהם גבתה רק אתמול את חייו של דניאל כהן בן ה-14, זיכרונו לברכה, לא תותר כניסת קורקינטים חשמליים לבית החולים איכילוב. יסימוני ההשכרה של הקורקינטים החשמליים יזהו כשהמשתמש נכנס לשטח בית החולים וינעלו את הקורקינט החשמלי מרחוק. בעלי קורקינטים חשמליים פרטיים יתבקשו להשאיר אותם בחוץ. זינוק של 28% במכירת דירות חדשות ב-2019. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה, ניתאי ענבי. בשנה שעברה מכרו הקבלנים 36,720 דירות חדשות, זינוק של כמעט 30% ביחס ל-2018. כך עולה מנתוני רשות המיסים שמפרסמת הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה. הערים המובילות במספר העסקאות יד ראשונה, רמת גן, הרצליה, תל אביב, ירושלים ובאר שבע. 
מזג האוויר למחר מעונן חלקית עד מעונן בעננות בגובה רב. בהרי הצפון תנשבנה רוחות חזקות. במישור החוף, בשפלה ובצפון הנגב, תחול עלייה נוספת בטמפרטורות, והן תהיינה מעט גבוהות מהרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולט.
J.M. in the A.M. Mordechai Shapiro with Ivdu uh, Hashem B'Simcha. Before that, Sholi done, uh, uh, did rather a sheer urinanim to open up the 7 o'clock hour. Thursday morning, J.M. in the A.M. at 11 minutes after 7. Hello, all. Thanks for joining us around the world. Much appreciated. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by the uh, better tasting and incredibly delicious A&H, A&H, Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at Better Kosher Supermarkets 
supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. In fact, you know, A&H is big supporters of ours, obviously. And people ask, how, we, how can we support you, Nachum? How can we support your work? Well, next time you're in Aaron's Casino Farms or any kosher supermarket, just toss about, you know, 10, 20 packages of A&H products into your wagon. Simple as that. <laughs> and that'll go a long way. And they'll continue to be big, big, be big supporters of ours here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Thursday morning with 38 degrees, rain and a high of 46. Great day today on the network. A lot of wonderful programming and all of our uh, phenomenal Thursday personalities, including Charlie Harari, Michael Fragan, Allison Josephs, and Miriam L. Wallach. Uh, at 7 o'clock tonight, the Erev Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. It's hosted by Mark Zamek. He has a special Parshas Yisro show coming up 7 p.m. tonight, encored at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. That's right. It's such an amazing program. It is worth hearing it three times. No joke. So tonight you hear it, and tomorrow morning at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. right here on NSN. Make sure to tune in. You will enjoy. Here's some Kaliner at JM in the AM. Your time has come, the day's begun. Uri, 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 shir da beiri. Hisoiri,
J.M. in the A.M. There he is, Yishai Rebo, Adon Alum here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, before that, you heard the um, <laughs> you heard the song that uh, was a big hit and continues to be a big hit on Kosher Halftime Show 2020. That was uh, some Haliner with Rise Up here at J.M. the A.M. Thursday morning, 38 degrees, rain and a high of 46. A reminder that our friends at Art Scroll are featuring two amazing new titles. The Ein Yaakov Brachos Volume Number 2, and that's very convenient for those who are now studying Dafyomi, and Tosvos Brachos Volume Number 2, and that's very convenient for those studying Dafyomi. Use promo code RADIO to enjoy 20% off on any Ein Yaakov and any Tosvos. Again, 20% off at artscroll.com. 20% off if you use the promo code RADIO. Also, get used to using the promo code radio at artscroll.com because promo code radio at artscroll.com gets you 10% off site-wide. Everything, 10% off. Use promo code radio. Ain Yaakov, Tosfos, 20% off. Everything else, 10% off. Go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio, and enjoy all their titles, old and new. Reminder, the fourth annual Holocaust Studies Conference is coming up this coming Sunday and Monday, it's uh, under the umbrella of Project Witness. If you're a second generationer, a third generationer, anyone out there who's in the world of education who wants to enhance their abilities to educate uh, youngsters in Jewish history and modern Jewish history, and of course, specifically about the Shoah, you want to make sure to be at the uh, Educators Conference this coming Sunday and Monday at the Museum of Jewish Heritage, downtown New York City. Go to projectwitness.org for information, projectwitness.org or dial 718-305-5221, 718-305-5221. A reminder, you can make a major difference in the World Zionist Congress election. I remind you, you can make a major difference in the World Zionist Congress election. It's, it's almost too simple. All you got to do is go to voteoic.org voteoic.org, register to vote, and vote for slate number four. That's the one where you'll find me, you'll find Miriam L. Wallaco, and uh, enjoy slate number four at voteoic.org. And you'll be voting in the World Zionist election, have a uh, major say in how funds for diaspora jury are going to be allocated. Again, it's voteoic.org, slate number four, do it today. You have till March the 11th, but try to do it today. More coming up. It's Benny Friedman at JM in the AM. Sani, you will be 
JM in the AM. It's Benny Friedman, who, by the way, is scheduled to join us later on. I mentioned that we're going to be spending time with a time, with people who are going to be speaking about a time. They have a big event coming up, of course, uh, over the weekend. We're going to talk about that, and uh, which, by the way, according to what I heard yesterday, uh, one of my staff members um, uh, contacted Rabbi Rosen and asked, uh, you know, are we promoting the event? Is space available? And he said that uh, it was sold out seven minutes after it went live. Uh, many, many weeks, maybe even months ago. So it's not really uh, talking about the event in terms of recruiting people to come, but it's talking about the event in the context of the uh, work that a time is doing, and we're going to pursue that in just a few minutes right here at JM in the AM. You heard Benny Friedman. That was Hamalach, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechenishmas Harav Zebin Biosivalevi, and Zechenishmas Esther Basar Biosivalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. A wealthy man decided... He would only distribute his tzedakah to an individual who was completely misyayish in life, someone who had given up. If the poor man still had some hope for the future, he wouldn't give him a penny. One day, he saw a man lying in the garbage. Surely that man had lost all hope. He went over to him. He gave him a coin and he said, I see that you are completely despairing in your matzav. You've completely given up hope. And because of that, I want to help you. The poor man said, I have what to hope for. But you, on the other hand, look like someone who sometimes loses hope. The rich man was shocked. I give you tzedakah and you're cursing me? Chas v'shalom. I'm not cursing you. I have hope. Dovra Melech says, Mikimi me'afar dol, me'ashpos yorim evyon. Hashem says, I will lift you up. I will lift you up even from the garbage. So who could truthfully lose hope? All the time that a person lives, they still have hope. Only those that do not live have hope lost in this world. If so, said the Gvir, then from now on, I'm only going to give tzedakah to the Mesim, those who have died. He went to the cemetery, he buried his money, for those who had died had certainly lost hope. The years went by, the wealthy man suffered a reversal in his fortune. He lost all his money. He became a destitute oni, a poor man. He recalled the poor man who had been lying in the garbage and said that he still had hope. He also recalled the time that he had buried a large sum of money in the cemetery. So the poor man ran to the cemetery, to the Beis HaChayim, to reclaim his money. As he was digging into the ground, the guard of the cemetery saw him, immediately had him arrested and brought to court. The guard told the judge that the beggar was trying to steal from the kvarim, from the graves. The poor man told the judge that he had a very, very bad history. Unfortunately, his fortune had gone down, and now... He was just going back to retrieve the money that he had once given to the Mesim. The judge paid close attention, and then he said, Don't you recognize me? I was that poor man that was lying in the garbage. You thought I had no hope. You see, said the judge, it is forbidden for a person ever to lose hope. He then granted permission so that the poor man could reclaim his money. The only found his money 
and his circumstances slowly began to improve. From that one incident, he realized how wrong he had been never to give up hope. Mikimi may offer dol. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. Well, many of you are aware of the fact, because Rabbi Rosen was here last week, that a time has a very, very big event coming up this weekend. It is called the Shasathon. I've heard of the Shasathon. I've been asked to donate to the Shasathon uh, over the years. But until Rabbi Rosen came in last week, I never really realized the details and what type of day the Shasathon is. And it is sold out. Benny Friedman's going to be uh, part of the musical presentation. He Hopefully, will join us a little later on here in studio. Shasathon takes place this coming Sunday, and literally the entire Shas will be studied in one day, united under one roof. To this point, they have raised over $3.1 million for a time. For those of you who are not familiar, a time is uh, an organization devoted to assisting childless Jewish couples yearning for a baby of their own. They turn sighs of distress into sighs of contentment and transform tears of despair to tears of joy. A time makes dreams come true, one miracle at a time. And if you think that's hyperbole or an exaggeration, it is not. And uh, among our guests this morning, who can address the incredible work of a time, uh, uh, Shalom Kushner uh, and Chaim Rothstein, uh, both of whom uh, have stories to tell us in terms of their background and how they got involved in a time and can certainly give us a lot of information about why the assistance that a time gives thousands and thousands of couples is so valuable. Shalom and Chaim, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, good morning. Hi. How's everyone? Great to have you here. I appreciate it. All right, so let's do your, your backgrounds first so we understand where you guys are coming from. Uh, you're married since, start with Chaim? Chaim, yeah. Chaim, you're married since what year? 2010. And you're from what neighborhood? What area of, uh, of this area? Oh, well, originally from Elizabeth, New Jersey, and I live in Farrakaway slash Lawrence. And right your now. wife's from where? Woodmere, New York. All right. And at some point, obviously, and I'm, you know, in this case, I'm, I'm inserting what I think is the obvious. You'll tell me if I'm wrong. At some point, the two of you realized that there was going to be difficulty in uh, starting a family and having children. Uh, how did this relationship with the time begin for you and your wife? So um, a little early on in our marriage, we... Uh, noticed that there were some, some different things that we wanted to look into. So um, my wife, Kim, called up the A-Time hotline, which is open basically all the time, my understanding, most hours of the day. Um, they have different rotations, so there's always someone answering the calls. And um, Vivian Moskowitz from the office happened to be picking up. She's very involved in the organization for a long time. Doesn't always do the hotline, but it happened to work out that time. And they clicked, and Kim and Vivian have been close friends ever since. And we got, we've gotten involved both as recipients as and as benefactors, I guess you could say, to the organization since then. And uh, how long ago was this? I mean, this what you just described, this this short tale of getting in touch with her in the office happened when? About seven and a half years ago, eight years ago. And uh, again, everybody out there in the audience realized that these gentlemen are here not hesitating to discuss personal aspects of their life. What to is a certain the, extent. To a certain extent. <laughs> I told you, you have the right to, to bounce any question you want. What is this? May I ask what the status of your family is at this point? We're still davening. We're still waiting. We're still hoping. Um, we are, our family has grown um, in certain ways, especially with the relationship that we have with A Time over the years. They're 
Shabbatones, we can get into that a little later probably, but mm-hmm. um, the various events that they have, the eight-time family that we've become a part of uh, has really expanded our family. So you ask if it's grown, in some ways yes, in some ways no, um, but we continue to dive in that it grows in, in all ways. Right. Uh, I, I've heard stories of tremendous support from one's <coughs> own family, and unfortunately I've heard stories of tremendous uh, angst from other family members. Have, have you and your wife been recipients of of support from those who are directly around you you're getting right into it here now. <laughs> <laughs> um absolutely so people help in different ways you know everyone wants to help everyone not necessarily knows exactly how to help and every couple needs to be helped in, in specific ways it's a very complicated intimate private type of nisayan that couples right. have to deal with so um, one of the things I think about the Shasathan is so incredible is it creates that venue for family or even friends to be able to show they care, to show they help in a way that they weren't able to before. In the past, you know, some couples are more open with, with their family or with their friends. Some couples are a little more closed off. They're a little more private. Um, and if, if someone wanted to show their support, it was always a risk of, oh, am I going to overstep? The Shasathan created this opportunity where anyone can really go to your page, click donate, write a nice little message, even anonymously, and you get right. the little private message in your email. And it gave people the ability to show that they care in, in, a, in a deep way because you're supporting not just this couple, but, but all couples of a time. Um, and I think that's, that's one of the most profound and significant parts of the event that it created that channel. You know, you were described to me as somebody who gets involved and actually runs a time events during the year. And I, I would assume that there's, there's a variety of categories of people um, when it comes to this type of challenge, there are probably those like yourself who dive right in and say, let's keep this organization going and let's, you know, help as many people as possible. And the more we help, the more you pray, you'll be helped, et cetera, et cetera. And then I'm sure you understand this. There are others who just, you know, they may want to help down the road, especially if they get positive results one day, but they're just in no mood, so to speak, to, to, to get involved and, and to even possibly be with a big crowd of people in that type of situation. Am I right that those two categories are pretty broad or pretty, that both exist? Let's put it that Absolutely, way. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I think it comes down to a lot of things. Most importantly, I think personality right. um, and also, I would say, um, environment support structure. So, so Baruch Hashem, my wife and I have a very strong family support system, friend support system, Rebbeim. We we feel very supported. We have we have strong foundation in in a lot of the you know the struggles that we have and how to process them effectively. And through the couples that I've spoken to, I've seen you know not everyone has as strong of a support um, externally and internally. Right. So when it comes to that, it's it's not as easy for them to start giving before they they're you know they're able to stand on their own two feet and mm-hmm. strongly look another couple in the face and actually give them some chizuk. They they're more they more need the chizuk themselves, which is fine. What year did you say you got married? 2010. So you've now been, I assume, that you've been involved in a lot of repetitive medical stuff. Would that be a good way of putting it? It's a fair way of putting it, yeah. Is it, and I don't know how many, but I would assume it's it's getting up there in number. Is the next one even so much more difficult and frustrating than, than, the, than the early ones? It's a complicated question. Um, hard for me to answer that, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, in our... It's, They're all tough. Yeah, and, and, and everyone's situation is different. It really depends on... The, the medical aspect of it and um, the nitty-gritty details, which I'm not getting into. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're doing everything that we can. Every time this happens, it's, it's essentially the same amount of time and the same amount of frustration. Am I right? Or could it be that in some cases it's days and in some cases it's weeks that you're you know concentrating on all this? Um, it, 
It really depends. I'd love right. Shalom to jump in here. Actually. Yeah, we're going to get Shalom on now. <laughs> and, I, and I appreciate that very much. Chaim Rothstein's here. As you heard, um, uh, married since 2010. And everybody out there can add him and his wife to, uh, to, um, to, 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 to your thoughts. You wouldn't mind that if people, of course. If people thought of I you and your wife. I also wouldn't mind if you checked out my Shastan page. <laughs> I am Rothstein, C-H-A-I-M-R-O-T-H-S-T-A-N. So you're very practical and it doesn't be very spiritual, huh? It's all going to the same place, but if it goes through my face, you know, it puts a smile on my face. There you go. Shalom Kushner is here. I don't want there to be a battle between Shastan attendees here. Uh, Shalom, good morning. Good morning. How are you? All right. Now, I saw your presentation, which, if I'm correct, happened six years ago at the Shasathon, right? Correct. You're one of the first Shasathon speakers, frankly. That's right. That's why I Was that the first year? That was the first year. Wow. I get special VIP. I get special <laughs> Masechta. I get every single year. And the crowd was, was very moved by your speech. Uh, you are married since what year? 2006. Okay. And at one point, after all the... After all the no's and and thank God eventually a yes, you and your wife did have a child, a son that you named Yehuda. Correct. But obviously, and you didn't go into too many details, and it's up to you what you will and won't tell us, but obviously things did not go well, and and unfortunately Yehuda did not live to his first birthday. That's true. Um, My story is a little different than Chaim over here. I knew going into marriage that I had a problem. Mm. I was born with a certain type of syndrome. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu was very sweet and nice to me because if I would have was if I would have known about it when I was a teenager right. or a child, I would have maybe victimized myself as I have a issue. I'm a sick kid, right. and Hashem did not allow me to know it until I started dating. And I took a certain blood test, and then I found out I have a infertility problem. And I and it made it very easy because I didn't have to look at thousands of girls. I just had to look at a certain type of group of girls that I would be able to go out with. And um, Baruch Hashem, I met my, my beautiful wife. Actually, amazing story. Many people don't know what you mean by that, but I don't know if you want to. Oh, sure. Wh- wh- which point? That she's beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> no, when you say a specific type, that your, that your choice of who to go out with was narrowed down. Yeah, because compared... I, I had a medical problem. Right. So therefore, you're looking for someone with similar situation. Would that yes. be a way of putting it? Yes, okay, go ahead. No, she's not damaged. She's, right, right. She just has, right. you know. But similar situation. Um, the amazing thing was I was learning there to Israel at that time, and my wife lived in Bar Park, and we met in there to Israel, and we actually got engaged. Mm, wow. So she had to fly there to Israel to meet me, which was an amazing thing. So you're both Brooklyn kids. Yes, we actually live a block away from each That's other. That's funny. And um, you go to Israel to meet her. That's right. pretty funny. She, came, <laughs> she actually came for vacation. Right. And she was taking a break from dating. And I was learning in yeshiva, and uh, my mashkiach found out, and that's how we uh, set up. So um, going into it, I always knew I had an issue, and uh, my moon and betochen was tested many times over and over. But uh, I had a lot of rabbonim and rabbis, and I, and I, you know, was able to give myself chizik, which is very important. You have to have a support system. You can't go into this alone, and having friends is very important as well. So yeah, we started. Um, we lived for two years in Eretz Yisrael, and then we finally went back to Lakewood. We decided to move to Lakewood. I decided my wife wanted to move to Bar Park, but I needed like a support system, as I said. Um, Lakewood didn't pan out, so we moved back to um, Bar Park. Yeah. Um, so after two years of of not having children, we tried infertility treatments, which was, I I I think the way to put infertility treatments, and I don't want to be like um, exaggerating because I'm not exaggerating. I think if Achaim would agree with me, I think it's like a, I think the way to put it, it's like a a long. Um, 
it's like a it's like a spiritual physical death mm-hmm. and the reason why i say that is because it wipes you out emotionally and it wipes you out monetarily and it wipes you out physically and it, it really destroys your your whole entire could destroy your own bias if you're really not um have a support system it could really knock you down to your to, to the floor and sometimes it's just very hard to get back up and um there are times that i really fell down and i didn't think i would get back up but if not for my wife and if not for sometimes a friend or sometimes a, or just a rebbe saying a nice word to me or sometimes as i got close to my second family eight time which if not for them i wouldn't be here and i would do anything for them to get me up here at I got here at, at <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning, but I had to wake up at five o'clock. I had to dive and I had to do daf yomi, you know. I had to, but I would do I would do whatever it takes for this organization because if not for a time, I would be lost. I mean, they were my support when I needed. Now you going into marriage, I mean, admittedly, you you knew the. I mean, I don't know if this is fair to say. You can tell me if I'm wrong. The likelihood would be that someone in your situation won't have children, right? That in, in your mind, you're I, saying we're probably less than fifty percent. Correct. I had I actually had twenty percent. So sort of a twenty percent chance. So, does that at all? I mean, comfort's the wrong word, but is, is that is that is that worse than the typical situation where a couple has no clue if this is going to work or not? Or are you, you know, I, I don't know. How would you describe it's it? It's a very good question. Um, in a sense, I had like uh, I would say it was uh, I had it in a way it was good for me because I knew my situation. Some people they get married, they right. don't know what's wrong with right, them, that's true. and they don't know who to turn to, and they don't know what to do. So in a sense. I like the way you put it. I was actually blessed, as right. you can say. Um, and I, how I had contact eight times was not through me. My mother, actually, she did all the hard work. What a mother does for her children is unbelievable. My mother called up eight times, and she spoke to Brownie Rosen, and and then I spoke. she spoke, and Brownie Rosen gave it over to her husband, and somehow I got connected to Rabbi Rosen directly straight to the boss on top. No, he Chaim had to go to no, he the hotline. Vivian's <laughs> <laughs> at the top too. No, she's great. No, she is. Great. Now we're at who's more connected. I mean, this battle is very interesting no, here this morning. Vivian is amazing. I, I, a lot of wouldn't be able to be a lot of places without Vivian. Um, but I um, contacted Eight Time and um, Eight Time began my journey, and um, they gave me um, doctors to go to. They gave me. They got me. I, I called up the next next day and I couldn't get an appointment. And somehow I called up eight times. <laughs> I heard that during your speech. You, yeah. were, you were in the office the next day, right? I was in the office the next day. <laughs> right. um, they took care of my insurance advocacy. You know, a lot, it cost a lot of money. Right. And they 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 they, they took care of insurance. Um, so because of the percentages, were the doctors shocked when you were expecting? Like, were they? Was this? Oh, the, the, the I, doctors are doctors. They're never going to admit. They're, not, not they're never going to admit right. they were shocked. Right. Um, they actually told me I have a high, ch- I have a high chance and everything, um, but mm. but um, I know my numbers and it wasn't right. so high. And um, the third time when I did it, I did an, a, a, a test and an operation. Then the doctor told me I have no chance, and that's when I found the, they found the most. Right. Um, so doctors are doctors. I'm never going to admit their ego is too big, unfortunately. <laughs> I have a lot to say about doctors, but we won't talk about it. <laughs> the, the Mishnah tells us directly what to think of them. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, um, uh, and the person just has to believe. If he believes in Hakadosh Baruch Hu and he has, um, he does as a shtadlis, there's a good chance he'll have a good life. Okay. Fast forward, not to bring up a painful subject, but in fact, you did celebrate. You, yes. you, you you're expecting a child, and yes. not not now, meaning at that time, yes. you're expecting a child, and obviously, everybody must be in the greatest simcha. Like, look what's going on, and let's. 
and everyone pray because it's such a precarious situation. You know, it's yes. even more precarious than a regular, you know, couple that's that's expecting, etc. And then you go through all this, and and I don't know what details you want to tell us or not, but things did not go well after the birth. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I have to be grateful to Akash Baruch Hu. I have, I had it much easier than any people here. Um, I Baruch Hashem did have a baby after after six, seven years, and I got to hold the baby three times, and it was a tremendous cause for me. And um, the fact is that uh, it was very painful, you know, to, to lose a child in the hospital. The child never went home in the hospital. It was very painful. Sometimes, even till today, I still cry. Um, and I just want to point the reason why the Shasathon, and go back to for one mm -hmm. reason why the Shasathon is such a major thing. And Chaim actually pointed it out, but I just want to add to what Chaim said, is that when my brother-in-law saw that I lost a child, he was broken. He, you know, how would, he help, how would he help me? How would he, what would he do? To, what would he say to me? Right. But the next year, actually it was last year, or two years ago, he asked if he could learn with me by the Shasathan. And by learning with me, hmm. and getting money from me, and uh, writing down notes, you know, like when he donated, that was his closure, a way of, you know, saying I could help my, my son, my brother-in-law. You know, a lot of people, they want to help, and they want to say the right things, and they don't know how to do it. And the Shasathan, what it does is it connects. It connects the outsider to the guys that are, are going through infertility. Who would think that an event like that has the potential to do that? That's unbelievable. 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 Yeah. Amazing. Um, and by the way, you both brought up, and there's a, there's a million topics to discuss this morning, and we have limited time. And I say a million because there's so many angles of the help that they give and the, the things that we could say to the community. We're speaking to thousands of people right now. Let's start with this. If you are a parent of someone in this situation, because you just described how incredible your mother was, right? Yes. If you're a parent of people in this situation, you have the potential to be such a help and such a source of inspiration. And believe me, the couple's frustrated enough without you exhibiting your frustration and tension that the grandchild isn't here yet. And and I think that that's a very important message to say to, to all the people. You, and on top of that, on top of that, because you mentioned your brother-in-law, yeah. on top of that, and believe me, you know, reaching out like he did is wonderful. I'm sure you felt that. But, but in terms of comments that people can make, it's better to simply keep your mouth shut and that includes in shul river rosen told me some stuff that's been you know there i mean there are some horror stories you can imagine he's been in this for many many years and people you know that i know are you know from from their own experience have had these uh, ridiculous comments made to them someone wrote to me the other day after Ray rosen was here they had very very much difficulty having their first child thank god with a time's help it finally happened and uh, of course they go to shul and the next thing you hear is well when you're having your next one you know, like, yeah, I, I actually was in Israel once, and a guy came over to me and told me, Mazlov, I heard you had a baby. And, you know, I didn't want to make the person feel bad. Right. So I said, yeah, I did have a baby. No, why not? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> You're never going to see him again. <laughs> you know, um, so, but people, I have to I have to give people the benefit of that. People. Because, I hear that. Because people mean well. Right. They just don't know what to say. It's And, and that's why the Shastan is an amazing right. link, because... You have an opportunity now to tell this couple how you feel about them. How right. you Without feel. saying a word, just Without by exhibiting these Giving actions. them money, right. learning for them. I mean, this is the biggest chus out there. All right. And yeah. the Shasa, I'm sorry, go ahead. I would just also add to that, sure. specifically when it comes to family and even friends. I think really just communication and setting expectations, um, clear expectations, is, is important. So you said, you know, to keep your mouth shut. I don't know if I would go that far. I would say more if a, if a couple is willing to speak about it. To, to tell the family member like where the boundary is. I will let you know if I have something mm. to tell you, right? Um, I, I know you care and I know you're davening for me. You don't have to tell me that every day, right? Th things like that. Not that my family does that. Um, but it, it's about it, that clarity because I think without speaking it out, 
they were just assumptions. And of course, from both ends, the, the parents or the siblings are just like, I, how do I show? How do I care? How do I, how do I show them that, 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 I, that they know that I'm thinking about them, right? And the, and the couple knows, um, but no one knows how to, how to bridge that. So I think a candid conversation sometimes, one conversation, just setting those boundaries, those expectations, is, can go a really long way and avoid a lot of this hardship or frustration that, that couples and families go through when it comes to that. In addition, it might be a good idea. You just gave me a thought. Uh, I know when couples are going through these situations, they sometimes disappear. They say it could be a Shabbos, it could be a Yuntif. They literally sometimes have to be in the house. I think you described that in yeah. your speech. You got you have no choice. You right. got to be there or here or sometimes in your own home. You have to welcome doctors in, even yes, on Shabbos yes. and to do yes. certain things. And yes. then they, you know, a non-Jew will take care of the rest of it. That type of thing. You know, you have to be a good liar, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. You just need an alibi. Oh, but but alibi. I just wonder, based on what Chaim just said, I, I wonder if it's a good idea to, in fact, give advance warning to family members. You know, if, you that, see, this is where I, I disagree a little bit. You can't. Yeah. You have to know who to. I hear what he's saying, right? But that's vulnerable. You have, that's, you have right. to pick that's your tough. vulnerability. That's tough, right. I decide who I want to be vulnerable. I don't have to be vulnerable to all my family members. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's right. setting that. If, if your choice is not to be vulnerable, then that's the, that which you communicate, and then everyone understands the line. But I just wonder that if the, if the matriarch or patriarch of a family is aware that, you know, that you're going through certain things that could make you disappear and that, that might frustrate other members of the family, if they're there to say, you know, no one criticized them for anything. That's, that's the law. That's the rule. No, you know, everyone, everyone just keep, you know, I wonder if that helps or not, but, you know, we could debate, the, we could debate yeah. this for hours. I guess so. the, to sum it up, I would say the couple comes first. Right. Of oh, of that's course. It. So, and, and, and they're meaning their comfort level, what, what they need. So even right. if that means... Family, sorry, I'm not going to be here for any umptive this year. I'm I'm running away, right? I'm going right. going to Israel by right. myself, or I'm going to X location. I'm not telling you, right. right? That in no way means that they don't care or love or appreciate their family. Couples need certain things, and then families and friends need to appreciate that and not question or pressure. Right. It's it's always the thing of you know the, the old the old it's all about me, and that's how many couples feel when they get a bad reaction back. No, and it's not about you and what you want. We know you'd like us to be there, but it really we have to you know look out for number one, so to speak. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, we have both Chaim Rothstein and Shalom Kushner here in our studio. The Shasathon is taking place on Sunday, and we're using the opportunity to speak about a time. Those of you who would like to take advantage of a time services, some of which we've gone through, others we have not even touched yet, which we hopefully will, uh, go to the website, atime.org, A-T-I-M-E dot org, and uh, you can get more information. Um, now, we mentioned Chaim and his family helping out with events, etc. I'm told that you are somebody who takes very seriously making sure people who are in hospitals, and believe you me, I remember from when, when I spent a lot of time with relatives in hospitals, it is a draining experience being in a hospital. You don't have, and, and I'm obviously not minimizing what the patient's going through, but even for family, I always say, I walk into a hospital for 10 minutes and that's the end of my day. It is such a draining experience. And you want to make sure that everybody's well fed, that there's breakfast there. <laughs> for those who are wondering if anybody cares about them, you're there to show that people care. Well, yes, I have to agree with you that a hospital is someplace that I never want to be. Right. And I always thank Hashem that I'm not in a hospital. Right. Um, I just want to shout out to the store that helps us out because they give us a very big discount. It's 1982 Coffee Roasters in Borough Park. Wow. They actually make us fresh breakfast, muffins, water, delicious breakfast every single day. That you then bring? That I then bring early in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, to, <laughs> to hospitals in, in, in New Jersey and New York, Manhattan, sometimes Long Island. And there's someone else that does it as well. And they do it on. They do suppers and they do Shabbos. Not the only hero here. 
Um, and yes, it's <laughs> but you're a, the one who's here today. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a tough job driving every morning, especially on the way back. You hit sometimes two and a half hours right. traffic, and I do got to go work. Um, but uh, to put a smile on the couple's face and going through so much is the least I can do. It's like I didn't have it when I was going through it, but the feeling of just knowing someone cares about you is is I, I it's some it's a it's an amazing feeling. And Rabbi Rosen told us that there could be as many as five thousand couples in the New York, New Jersey area going through this right now. Yes. How many couples are the most that you delivered to in one day? Do you remember? Was yes, it? I actually had eight couples. <sighs> um, that was New Jersey, Manhattan, right. back and forth. I think the biggest pain for me is to know that there are couples struggling and they don't know there's eight time exists. That actually bothers me the most because... And in our community, that there are people like that who don't yeah, know about the organization. because we had a Shabbaton just, uh, two weeks ago right. in the in the Crown Plaza, and there were actually couples that didn't know about A-Time, and it really bothered me. It's very painful to know there's help and not know where to turn to. It's terrible. And not just help, but every area possible is covered. They, they, right. they take Emotional, your... physical. We have a family. I mean, I met Chaim a long time ago, and now I could... We have a WhatsApp group. We talk. We joke. We we, we make fun. We bother. You know, <laughs> we, you bother. <laughs> <laughs> we get on each other's nerves, and we but we're family. That's what family is, and we can connect each other. Even though I come from, I'm a, I'm Litvak. He's Hasidish. <laughs> <laughs> Very. You know, we, we have our fights with Trump and Hillary. You know, we have. You know, we have <laughs> on the WhatsApp. We have a family. It's it's incredible. This organization is incredible. Well, if you're a real family, obviously you're fighting about politics. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. It's Thursday. A time has their Shasathon coming up on Sunday. It literally will be... Do you know how many people? You know how many people come to the show? About, uh, about almost 700, 800 people. Seven, 800 people learning, studying Talmud under one roof in one day this coming Sunday. In addition, uh, there's guest speakers, and I'm sure a lavish dinner to celebrate at the end, etc. We mentioned Benny Friedman, who I hope will join us, is going to be part of the musical presentation. And that's all happening this coming Sunday. We're using the opera. Oh, here's Benny. Benny, join us. You can even take off your coat if you wish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll morning. speak. We'll morning, speak. Good morning, morning to you, Benny. We'll speak with Benny in a second. And all these services and everything that they're able to do for you at a time, whether it's financial, whether it's support groups, whether it's uh, just procedural stuff, or just advice, telling you what to do when you hit this road and you need to know how to navigate this road. Uh, it's all there on the website, and obviously you could speak with them as well via telephone. Atime.org, A-T-I-M-E.org. And I think Robert Rosen also said, <laughs> I'm trying to recall everything he told us, that there are support groups on this globe. Every single day, somewhere, uh, I don't know if he said the country or the entire world, because I know Israel and now Europe is involved as well, somewhere there are support groups every single day taking place, and that must be an unbelievable help. And uh, I think you even mentioned that your yeah, wife... Well, when I was in Israel, actually, I had, I, had, uh, I had a support group in Israel. Yeah, amazing. Right. And your wife would say they were, they were really yeah, valuable? it was awesome. She was able to go and connect. It was amazing. Amazing is right. And by the way, we should speak about again as we continue the the adventure of the uh, of the Kushners in this uh, in this not the White House Kushners but the <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Shalom Kushner. So we should mention that at some point um, after this this story we told and uh, what you shared with us about uh, your son Yehuda of blessed memory, uh, you you and your wife obviously made a very I would I would have to think difficult or important maybe both decision 
uh, in your life. Tell us what happened a year ago. Yeah, so Eitan didn't give up on me. They Even after the doctors told me I had no hope, they told me I should go to Israel and try over there. Maybe they have more procedures over there I could try. Wow. And they actually helped me in Israel. But the doctor in Israel told me that... Um, he told me that um, I have to realize the re- realization is that I won't be able to have children, biological children. Um, I went back broken, you know, normal, crying a lot. Uh, my wife was also buried down. And um, that's it. I mean, that was life. I have to re- face reality that I tried my whole entire life. It's not my fault. And a lot of times a person has an illness, he thinks it's his fault. He defines him. Illnesses doesn't define us. Hashem gave it to us, and what we're going to do about it is, is, is the question. How you deal with it is what really exactly. defines you. Right? Exactly. Um, and um, I went over to my Rav, and I asked him, uh, should, I start adop- should I try to adopt a child? And he said, yeah, go for it. Why don't you call Chabad? And um, I said, call Chabad? I'm not calling anybody. Um, um, uh, so he said okay listen you asked me what to do so that that night happened to be a time offers like um, before Purim because the holidays are very hard for couples so they offer like uh, they have like um, sometimes they bring down speakers like uh, they had Rabbi Shays Taub you know, to bring in like, like, like a different chizik, so different rabbis sometimes come down with music. In advance of the yontif, you mean. Right, to make right. it easier, because Yom Tov are very hard for yeah. couples who don't have children. Sure. And I went over to Rabbi Sheistab, I said, do you know where I could like adopt a child? So he said, ask Rabbi uh, Bar- Chaim Baruch from Montana. He adopted four children, why don't uh-huh. you ask him? There you go. And uh, basically, um, I called him. Um... And at that time, I really didn't believe anything would happen. I, I just, you know, after losing a child and going through so many years of fertility and so many ups and downs and letdowns and, and just like, you know, I know you want to be positive and everything, but I wasn't. I have to be honest. My wife was very, very positive and she believed, yes, we're going to have, we're going to have a child, we're going to adopt and we, it's going to be amazing. That's why I say that you have to marry the right person. Um, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> like by, the way, by the way, that goes for people with kids also. Yes, yes. <laughs> Very strong my whole entire life. It, unbelievable. My wife was amazing. Um, and um, two weeks later, basically, I just cut, cut out some stories. Two weeks later, I got a phone call from Chaim Baruch telling me that he found me a child. Whatever I wanted, I wanted a white, Jewish, healthy <laughs> baby. You know, I had the whole thing. And the checklist. The checklist. And he asked, and he actually told me, like, he said, like, you know, I want to give you a child, but, like, I have us a whole long line of friends that right. should go before, before you. So, like, why should I give you first? Mm-hmm. That's what he told me when he, when he called me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I told him, listen, my rough said I should do my shtadlis. I'm doing my shtadlis. Anyways, the next day he sends me a link. He's collecting money for his shul. Um, and I felt it was Maybe he thought my name is Kushner. That's why. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I actually gave him one hundred eighty dollars, right. which was a double campaign and a double to three sixty. And I actually sent his link around and it raised a little more money. Right. And I asked him afterwards when he told me he had a baby for me. I asked him, "Why? But what's that business yeah. with the link?" <laughs> he said, "A yid from Borough Park helps out a yid from Montana. You you gave me money to my to, to, to support my shul. You don't even know who I was. You didn't even know I was gonna help you. I even like maybe like machavek to you. I told you like I have a line. Right. And you helped me. So how can I not turn back and help? Wow. You? No, never know you're doing. Worthwhile investment the one eighty, <laughs> <Yeah>. huh? <laughs> and uh, Baruch Hashem, today I have a baby, healthy. I, wow. I picked him up in the hospital. Whose name is? His my shre was Nifta. His name was Heshi Frank. So. Oh my gosh! I think I knew your shre. Yeah. So uh, his name was Tzvi Frank. So we named him Tzvi. We call him Heshi. Nice. And he's a year old, correct? He will be a year. Listen to this crazy thing. That's why I want to tell you the Shasathan, the schus of the Torah that people learned. 
it helps. I, I was one who spoke about the Shasathon six years ago. Six years ago. My baby's birthday is on the Shasathon. <laughs> this coming Sunday. This coming Sunday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Unbelievable. JM and the AM, Chaim Rothstein and Shalom Kushner are here. We're talking about the Shasathon and the Time organization. Uh, Chaim, I will get even more personal now. Oh, boy. <laughs> when, you, when, when you hear a story like Shalom's, does it put thoughts in your head about possibilities of expanding your family? Um. It, it 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 tickles. It always tickles in the in the, in the back. Um, yeah, now it, it that topic pops up every once in a great while. Right now, you know, right. Not You're on a I'm, certain road right now. Yeah, still uh, young. He's 24. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but no, yeah, I, and yeah, there's uh, Atan actually has a whole adoption support right. group. Um, right. There are people that you can call because, of course, that that whole journey I'm sure is yeah I mean there are challenges that none of us would know about that's who I turned to I turned to the people in a time who adopted there were many couples who adopted who gave me chizik and told me go for it I mean you'll go through things that that none of us would ever go through because it's a different road it's It's a a very rough road but if not for the a time couples that went through it I wouldn't be able to do it they were holding my hand so what was Simchus Torah like this past Simchus Torah well he was still a baby so I couldn't really but still it must have been a little different yeah it's it's I, I want to say I, it's a, it's a, I can't I can't explain it. It's a game changer. And have you ever figured out why? Because you said this from the pulpit six years ago. Have you ever figured out why Pesach was the most difficult for your mother, <laughs> for your wife as opposed to other Jewish holidays? I mean, I would think Hanukkah and others would be. You know, because Pesach is all about the children. The Gadol right. it's all about the child, and they have, all the kids are standing up and they're saying the Manashtana, and it's it's just very yeah. painful, very tough. A lot of pain out there. Everybody out there, keep that in mind. We have to be much, much, much more sensitive. Uh, Benny Friedman is here. Benny Friedman is part of, and in fact, I'm told that he uh, is helping to coordinate the musical portion of Sunday's Shasathon. Benny, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, good morning. Always great to have you here. It's always good to be here. And based on what I saw you doing, it sounds like we're already on social media this morning, so thank you. We sure are. <laughs> of course. We don't waste no time. <laughs> yeah, you went right for it, huh? Uh, tell me what you have planned for this coming Sunday, and then we'll get your comments about the Atime organization. Um, we're planning a small family reunion. <laughs> we're going to have uh, my uncle Avram Freed. Perhaps nice. you have heard of him. Oh, you're serious about the family reunion? Oh, yes. Nice. It's going to be Avram Freed. Yeah. Eighth day. Nice. Your cousins. My cousins. Ellie Marcus. Whoa, my another cousin. cousin. And myself. Nice. And um, some more, uh, you know, random family members. Hmm, let me think. Will be in the uh, in the choir. <laughs> Very cool. What yeah. second generation? Or second thir- generation, third generation. Third generation whoever's available, whoever is uh, unemployed. <clears throat> <laughs> now, have you done this before? Has there ever been a family, uh, you know, musical event like this in in public in front of uh, these many people? Um. Not with the family choir. We did mm. um, Avram Fried and nephew show. Right. Avram Fried and nephews in <laughs> Jerusalem on Sukkot a year or two ago. I don't remember. Very cool. And it was just wonderful. And uh, we're looking forward to a very, very beautiful event. Now, there's an irony here that I hope is not lost on everybody. That at the a time event, a family musical presentation is taking place. Oh, that. That's pretty wild. Has anyone mentioned yeah. that to you yet? Has been that been a uh, no. But it's so unbelievable. All we yeah. hope is that everybody builds their families that's sitting there Indeed. in that room. And, and you have a major family event going on on stage, which is pretty cool. True. Uh, tell me, you, do you know about the organization? Are you familiar with the incredible work that they're doing? Well, first of all, on the way here, I was listening in on, oh, the, uh, on the app. I hope that was informative. That was very informative. <laughs> Second of all, um, A-Time is very famous. Yeah. 
Uh, we know all about them. And um, we've been following the Shazathon for a few years. Avram Fried was learning last year with Mordechai Ben David Bechavrusa. Right. I remember seeing that online, right. This year, he had a big downgrade. What, let me hear. He's going to be learning with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What an, you uncle, can't, what an uncle won't do. What an huh? uncle won't do. Can't be on top forever. <laughs> ah, he's learning with me this year. It's going to be different. By the way, you're a good person to ask. I mean, all of you are, but not, since you brought it up, are you assigned a specific thing to learn that day? How does it work? Like, yeah. You're literally assigned. They yeah. tell you what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They for give for us... the singers, they're, they're given. Um, for the rest oh, of us, everyone, you get to choose. You get to choose? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> they sent me. They said, this is what you're learning. There'll be a test uh, Sunday have, night. Right, exactly. We have no Rahman Asadi. Yeah. That's what it is. He gave, they gave him the most obscure passages in Talmud to study with his uncle. No, they gave me from Bob Mitzia. That oh, was like the bad. top 10 greatest hits. Pretty conventional. Of the Talmud. Right, pretty well, conventional, right? So There's a good... Oh. Oh, see, that's what I wanted. I know everyone was plugging their page. I don't want to compete. I don't want to compete, but if you could, yeah. go shasatan.com slash Benny Friedman, whatever. Is, is that all they have to do is search your name? That's it? And they I, can I think your, so. Uh, you got to give a lot of money because uh, it's very embarrassing. And you got hmm. to prove to your uncle you're worth it. Come on. That's right. <laughs> so um, uh, I'd say so you sit there and you actually, as you said, study B'chavrusa in this case with Avram Fried. Right. And you know that the money's going to support an amazing cause. Their budget is immense. Their budget's in the many millions of dollars a time. That's what they need per year in order to do all these things that they do. And uh, obviously their track record's pretty amazing, so we know it's going to a really good cause. I don't think there could be like, uh, I mean, uh, what, 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 what better way can there be to spend your money? Yeah. I mean, uh, I can't even imagine such a thing exists, a, yeah. a better way to spend money. I don't, I mean. By the way, I just got an email from someone. They said, uh, I have a choice of sponsoring Avram Fried or Benny Friedman. What do you suggest, Nahum? What should I answer? Oh, <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think I should answer? Call it off, quick. <laughs> <laughs> they, should go for, they should go for either Chayim or Shalom right, instead. Exactly. Right? <laughs> uh, by the way, a time uh, on their website reminds us, just as one example, folks, just one example. They have 26 consultants, 34 mashkichim and mashkichot, 1,400-plus fertility procedures that go on in a, I assume they mean typical year, I would guess. Although, frankly, if you told me that that's a month, I'd believe it as well. And uh, as we said before, this is happening under difficult circumstances, under a lot of pressure. And it's not just the couples; even their staff and everybody else has to run and, you know, be there and uh, sometimes take away from their own Shabbos and Yantif in order to accommodate. And uh, all these people working under the uh, the uh, guidance of a time um, make sure to get it done in uh, so many different ways. So support it, uh, support it by going to the Shasathon website. Uh, we will make three recommendations because we have three people here. That guy, Avram Fried's not here. We're not pushing, we're not pushing for his page, Benny. No way. He should have showed up if he wanted to. That's right. It. I mean, come on. That's right. Was he gallivanting over into Holy Land doing these? Is that where he is? Is that where he says he is? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Show me the proof. <laughs> yeah. We want to make sure he's not lying in bed right now. You know, I mean, come on, Avram. Anyway. Uh, he's a good sport, so hopefully we can get around with him. Uh, but you can go to the Shasathon page, and Chaim Rothstein has a uh, has a sponsorship page. Uh, Shalom Kushner has one, and Benny Friedman has I, one as well. Imagine I already that. raised my goal. She could give to Benny. Ah, oh, nice. thank you. <laughs> wow, look at that. Help a guy out. Um, and by the way, some groups have some very lofty yeah. goals. Yeah. Have you seen what's going on there? I mean, I'm talking about groups that are way over $100,000. Team Farakaway, go Team Farakaway. You're serious? Yeah, I mean, are I mean, you number one in terms of teams? We are. That's right. You're the number hey, one team. I believe that's I checked. We raised over 230. Something. I don't know. Check it out. Oh, Is no, this no, something no. I could see right away? Go to the homepage and scroll down. Not gonna check it, it, it don't, don't scroll it said, down all the way to the bottom, please. <laughs> then I'll find you. There you'll find me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Team Far Rockaway at the moment wow. has over a quarter of a million dollars. Oh, two, wow. Two, Time. $252,000 plus dollars, wow. uh, for Team Far Rockaway. So when they support you, they're supporting that team, obviously. Yes. I mean, that's under the whole... Uh, how do you get so many Far Rockaway people involved in this? I mean, I guess a lot of very Word wonderful spread. Word spread. Our, our, our fearless captain, Libby Zupnik, pushes, pushes hard. Is that we what got, it is? All big, guns, guns. big guns on our team. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty amazing. And there are others as well. Uh, Cole Benayah has exceeded 230,000. Reb Shaila's team, over 230,000. Care Right is over 200,000. There's only that, number one number one. And there's only one number only one, 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 correct. And there are many others. <laughs> there are many others. I didn't really expect this to turn into a battle royale, but okay. <laughs> All <laughs> there, for a good cause. And there are others over 100,000, of course, plenty more uh, between 50 and 100,000. You go to Shasathon website and get uh, the information um, uh, in terms of sponsoring it. And, uh, you know, Benny, it's funny. I had one of my staff members ask Rabbi Rosen yesterday. I said, just find out. If when we speak about this event today, are we encouraging people to come? You know, like, is this a last minute? And I, I you know what? Give me a second. I have to read you this answer. It was pretty, I thought it was an exaggeration when I got this back. Because frankly, it sounded so impossible <laughs> to believe. Uh, but the message I got back was, give me one second. The event was sold out in seven minutes, four months ago. Wow. That's the message I got back, and that's accurate, right? I mean, Absolutely. I mean, that's the, no exaggeration. I remember the days, the first year or two, where they were begging people <laughs> to, to come and take a slot. Please take a slot. Um, and the fundraising goal minimum was was much lower than it is today. And Baruch Hashem, it's exploded. I heard, I think, over 1,000 people tried to log into the site when they opened registration this time around. The site almost crashes almost every year because so many people are trying to get in. Benny, do wow. people want to learn Talmud that badly? Like, what's going on here? It's like uh, like uh, Hillel Azokin, you know? I guess. If you want it so bad, so then they're going to expand Yo- it next year. They're going to do... They're gonna do two shots, uh, two seums, uh, you know, two cycles. Two, two cycles in one day. There's, there's very good wine at the. At the uh, is that what it is? I think actually it shows you the amazing of Clarisol, the nice and oil of people, how people feel, and they want to give back to couples that are going through infertility. Yeah. And and what's funny is maybe funny is the wrong word. This could be a bikeathon, and this right. could be I'm a walkathon, yeah, and this could be a marathon. I mean, you know how many organizations are with many marathons around the country, etc. And, and by the way, those would all be great and amazing mm-hmm. opportunity mm-hmm. to raise money. But this ended up being a Shasathon. And I think you alluded to it, actually. I think you quoted a Gemara in that, a Gemara in Makos, I yes. think it was. And now I saw the speech recently. You did it. So, <laughs> so I'm not being fair to you. But I think you quoted something in that speech about how, you know, Torah is something, I don't remember exactly, but that, that, that it's fitting. Let's put it that way. That it's fitting that a time is using the Talmud in order to unite everybody and in order to raise money for the cause. So yeah, there you have it. Rabbi Friend spoke a few weeks ago, a few years ago also on the Shasathan, and he, he made this exact point. There are many types of athans, but not many of them is the actual athan part supporting the cause right. in addition to the funds that are being raised. So. Yeah, it's very cool. And you have to train the same way. It's not, it's not, no, it's not so easy <laughs> yes. to sit down and well, in one t- day finish 10 block Gemara. Well, uh, take us through your regimen. What do you, what go, you, you go wake up now? in the morning, yeah. you have to get a good breakfast. Yeah, then a good lunch. Yeah, to then. get a good lunch. <laughs> I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy. I have a very easy masechta, and I'm telling you, it's not. I have tainus. Very easy masechta. You guys have it. Wait one second, but but (laughs) but I know. I think you're being serious now. I'm being very serious. But what do you mean it's not easy? Meaning to complete it in one day? You sit. I even can't even sit like in this chair. You sit for sit for. It's morning seder, afternoon seder. Most of us aren't in yeshiva anymore, full time. So that's like. It's like Six, going, it's like going back to the learning. basketball days and trying to play a two-hour game. It would be exactly. impossible, right? Okay, that makes sense. It's very... Uh, I hear it. You have to... You have to uh, it's grueling, Mr. Friedman. You, you, you have to train. You can't just come and say, okay, 
Sunday, Shasatan, I'm going to sit down and learn 10 Blat Gemara. No, no, no. You got to prepare. Wow. You got to learn a Gemara ahead of time. I hope this is not going to affect your performance there on Sunday. I hope you're not going to leave it all on the field there, I'm going to be very distracted. There's going to be so much Torah. You're going to be spent by the time you get on stage. In my mind, I'm not even going to know what, like, what's going on. I'll be in a different world. You know, you have some songs. I was checking this morning. You have some songs that are very appropriate for this Shasafah. I'm being serious. Like what? Hamalach. You, you have, I, your, you you have your own. It. Who wrote that Hamalach? Is that your Baruch song? Baruch Levine. It's a great song. I, yeah. play, I played it this morning knowing that these gentlemen are coming in. And you also have an Ivduas Hashem B'Simcha, which I heard Shalom Kushner say in that speech. You, you actually painted your apartment a certain color yes. in order to increase the Simcha. And there was another thing you said. Music was playing Always. all the time because right. you would not cave in to allowing depression uh, and being down to come into your house when you're going through all this. 100%. Very important. I'm sorry, Benny. I didn't. <laughs> what, what? I'm sorry, Benny. He wasn't one of the CDs. But... <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Benny? It was Rup Schleimer. Rup Schleimer. <laughs> oh, it was Rup Schleimer. All right. There you go. <laughs> Benny, you're going to recover from this or not? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and he was shook. <laughs> I don't even think Benny was born when I was born. <laughs> You don't realize how long he's been on the scene. Yeah. Uh, so you have songs that are quite appropriate, and it's funny that Ivduas Hashem B'Simcha was such a theme of his speech when he was describing everything that was, uh, that was going on. And actually meeting the two of you and expecting you know people who, who did in fact have, or do in fact have this burden on them that would show publicly is is refreshing because it's obvious that with everything you're going through and everything that you uh, with your wife and family are going through it's obvious that you are making a very strong effort to stay as positive as possible and to really keep the simcha going um would that be fair to say yeah it's it's the only way it's when, when we yeah. on shabbaton when we talk to couples like i said a personality thing some people find it easier harder to, right. to be positive it's all about positivity it's all about being the simcha Trying to find the 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 good things, the advantages, the the benefits, the silver lining. Always, that's it's the only way. I mean, we see we both see couples that you know, it yeah. really brings them down. Like it's, it's the only way. The only way is to give back, to give back, help someone else that's struggling to be positive, to be thankful. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I never had a child, a biological child, that, right. but I have an adopted child. Um, I did have a child, didn't live along, but you know. We have someone. We have a wife. We have each other. It's you have to be optimistic. Some people like they just like close. They go into a cave and they they just suffer. Yeah. It's, I, I never saw. And any you happiness. feel bad for them. You yeah, feel there's no happiness. It's right. it's sad. I mean, just come out. There's so many people where we warm. We want to talk to you. I met a, I met a guy by the Shabbaton. I was talking to him. He told me like he started talking to me and I found out we had the same issue. The same we had the same situation. And now he can consult with you. Yeah, and now we now I, he really relates to me. Like right. I really get him, and and what this medication does sometimes when you're taking infertility, it wipes you out. Like you're not able to even function. Sometimes you can't even daven. I wasn't able to sometimes daven after when I came back from the and I I didn't. I went to my rabbi. I said just put on your tefillin, say Krishna, and that's it. You're part of you know. You need someone to talk to, and sometimes you can't talk to your parents, and sometimes you can't talk to all those rabbis you right. have, and you need a friend going through it. And there's so much support out there. Eight time offers that, and it's it's incredible. It's it's a it's a shame if a person doesn't reach out. It's a shame. Well, one good thing I could tell you: you were worried about uh, the people who don't know about the organization. A lot more know about it now because there are a lot of people now who will be calling and who'll be going to the website. Uh, you can support these gentlemen at the shasathon.org, and you can go to the atime.org site. And anything we discussed this morning is on there. 
Maybe not Benny CDs. That may be the only thing that's not included in the Time website. Although after by this by this afternoon they yeah, may get be, on right? it. Get on it quick. <laughs> by the way, Heshi, familiarize him with yes, with, yes. with Benny CDs. Definitely, Come on, definitely. I mean you know. Not to thank God you have a child in the house. You know, I mean, what else? What else are you going to do but uh, familiarize him with Benny's music? <laughs> uh, they say I'm the number one babysitter in the entire world. <laughs> Uh, what's in the repertoire uh, for Sunday night? Like, is there a specific? Uh, is there something specific that you're doing because you're there that you wouldn't do at another event, or you're just doing? Uh, we're doing a, a new song, nice. a, 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 a song special for the Shasathon. Nice. Um, I have to learn it quick before the who before wrote Sunday. it? Do you know who wrote it? Yossi Green. Nice. Yes. And with words that he chose specifically because um, English words. I'm not sure who wrote well, the, the words. I'm not sure, but I, come Sunday I'll know. Right. And Avraham will know it as well. Uh, no, I'm singing it solo. Oh, you're doing it yourself? Yeah. Now the pressure's on. <laughs> oh, yeah. You may Now that I said it out loud, my heart's just started... <laughs> but don't worry, Chaim has volunteered to hold the cue cards if you don't know the lyrics by the Oh, good. Yeah, he said he'll be more nice. than happy to do that. How, See, we all have to hide him team. in the back. Yeah, we'll have to hide him in the back somewhere, you know. So yeah. People don't real. You don't want to admit cards. that you're using those, you know, I get my binoculars. <laughs> we'll be suave about it, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that should, that should be unnoticed. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, uh, Betty, you're amazing. All right, uh, Hatzlacha to you, and good luck Sunday night. Oh, man, thank you. And Mazel Tov. Thank Mazel. you very much. Oh, yes. Mazel thank Tov. Thank you very much. Nachum Siegel's son got engaged. Chaim. Thank you very much. We have a lot of nachas and simchas. Amen, amen, amen. Chaim, Boy, look at this. He brought the vodka in and oh. everything. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. I'll tell you. <laughs> in Israel, uh, it's, after, it's after 12. That's you know right. I mean? It's all fine. I thank Benny Friedman. He'll be there Sunday night with an incredible collection of performers to pay tribute to the Time organization, most of whom have Freed or Friedman in their last name. Some don't. Some have Marcus. We get that. But uh, any of the second or third generation have other names, or that's it? Are they all Marcus or Friedmans, or are there other other names in there? I don't know who's going to be there. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. No, and, no, uh, one, no one flying in from Hawaii, right? Uh, I don't know. It's you still, possible. You still have cousins yeah, in Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii, right? sure. Yeah. In fact, I just saw... On Facebook, your this would be your aunt, I guess. Your aunt was running a uh, some program this past, I think it was this past month to Shabbos in Hawaii. How do you like that? Oh, really? Yeah, Chabad of Hawaii, right? Nice. No, not uh, not my aunt. Avram Freed. Not your Avram aunt. Freed has a brother-in-law who's a <laughs> right. Aunt. I apologize. I have cousins who live there. I apologize. This would Avram be this Freed's, would be Avramel's sister's right. husband. Uh, Av- uh, Av- Avramel's sister's husband, right? No, Avramel's wife's brother. Oh, I'm even further away yeah, on this wife's one. Brother. Oh my gosh! Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Chabad uh, geography. <laughs> it's not so simple. Yeah, they say you can't lose a Jewish geography. I think I just lost on this <laughs> one. <laughs> anyway, whoever's was flying, a good effort. Yeah, thanks, well, was a good effort. I tried. I tried to you know <laughs> contribute to the conversation. But anyway, send my best to all of them. Chaim Rothstein, I thank you. My pleasure, sir. Um, we will continue to pray for you and your wife and have you in mind, and it's been a real honor meeting you. You as well. I appreciate that. I think that. really fast. We met a long time ago yeah, in the Jerusalem Pizza in Elizabeth, New Jersey. <laughs> wow. Was my I mother get- told me the story last night. My mother's Molly Rothstein from Elizabeth, New Jersey. Oh, my gosh. So when I, I was Your like, mother's a legend. She is. When I was like five or six years old in the snowstorm, we were in the pizza shop, and you were there, and apparently I was a cute kid, and I saw you, and I said, Nachum Siegel, what a thrill! <laughs> and to this day, my mother thinks it's the most hilarious story that I said this. But, um, <laughs> That's pretty yeah, and, and my mother-in-law is, is Fran Hermes also. She sends Oh, my best. gosh. Oh, you are yes. well-connected. Yes, sir. Make sure Fran knows about this shidduch. <laughs> She'll, I, she'll, I think she mentioned it over what's Oh, did she yeah. mention it? Because she yeah. knows both sides yes. really well. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, Benny, the story about the pizza shop. Uh, tweet that out immediately, please, <laughs> Nobar. Please, Benny. Come on. Get on it. I mean, come on. Why are you doing only the Benny, Benny music stuff? Come oh, on. man. I just dozed <laughs> off. I'm sorry. <laughs> And Shalom Kushner, I thank you for being here. It's my pleasure. I never thought this conversation would end with laughter. I never thought that. But thank God we've had quite a time this morning with the people from a time. Very important, everybody. Support the Shasathon at Shasathon.org. Team Far Rockaway. You can support them. You can support Benny Friedman. Be among the first to uh, to dedicate some dollars to Benny's efforts this coming Sunday. Yes, please. <laughs> He's begging everybody. And, of course, uh, you can get information about everything that a time does by going to their website at atime.org, atime.org. More coming up. This is a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. It's Benny Friedman who was just here. It's always great to have me. I have such an amazing sense of humor. Uh, and I thank our friends from a time. What a uh, what an unbelievable conversation. What an unbelievable conversation. And uh, the most important thing they said, there are too many people out there that don't, that, that don't know that a time exists. If you need their help, a time.org. If you need their help, a time.org take advantage of uh, what they're willing to provide, and essentially they are willing to provide anything and everything. More coming up. It's a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM.
Oh, yeah. When you hear that theme song, you know there can only be one guest who is now going to be introduced by me to join us on JM in the AM. And after all, the Nefesh Benefesh Mega Event is a month from now, on the 15th of March in Teaneck, New Jersey. With all that in mind, please welcome the founder of Nefesh Benefesh, somebody who over the years and decades at this point has become a very close friend of mine and of JM and the AM, and somebody who <laughs> has been waiting anxiously for great news from the Siegel and Wallach families, and finally yesterday he got that news. Rabbi Yehoshua Josh Fass, welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank you so much. 18 years we've been waiting for this. 18 years. It's been a while, huh? It's been... to Lizzie and Yosef. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, great times, Baruch Hashem. And like I always say, and I always say this about the events we announce here, it's always extra special when you know both sides. And for you, Rabbi Fast, <laughs> you, could, you could certainly say that. <laughs> you know both sides very, very well. So Baruch Hashem. Anyway. Both families should have a lifetime of bracha and joy. Amen. The Nefesh Benefesh Mega Event happens on March the 15th. Yes, we will be there, folks. We're not missing an opportunity to be with Nefesh Benefesh as we try to uh, uh, do whatever part we could do in assisting people to make Aliyah. It's the 12th annual Nefesh Benefesh uh, Aliyah Mega Event. It's happening in New Jersey at the Glen Point Marriott. They have special sessions, which we'll go through with Rabbi Fast in a minute. Uh, but the most important thing is that uh, there's plenty of Aliyah information on everything you can imagine. All your Aliyah questions, there'll be professionals there to answer them, and you'll have an opportunity to um, uh, to really explore every single aspect <clears throat> Excuse me, of moving to Israel. Uh, by the way, Rabbi Fast, this move to New Jersey, which frankly some people were nervous about when you did this, when you took the event out of Manhattan and brought it to Teaneck, I think we can now say it's proven to be a success. Absolutely. We were worried, Yeah, but I think it was convenient for individuals, especially for families, especially families who were worried about leaving their kids at home or babysitting, I think, and just with alleviating parking and food, it just worked out for the best. The numbers went up, and just uh, it's a great event. We're looking forward, really looking forward, especially after today's huge event, which we'll talk about in a, in a few moments, but now we're moving on. Onwards and upwards to our next event, the mega event. By the way, you know, one of the things, and I know there's a lot of specialty stuff that's going on during the day on March 15th and a lot of categories that people can explore. One of them, I mean, you've just exploded in terms of uh, providing uh, answers and then procedural help uh, in the medical field. And now, based on what you've written on the announcement uh, for the mega, the Aliyah Medex, uh, which I assume, you know, it means medical expo simply, is going to include medical licensing, job interviews, networking, and Aliyah information. Now, I know that you've done some of this in the past, but I think this is the most comprehensive session of help you've ever offered those in the medical field. Absolutely. It is the most comprehensive. We have uh, increased the staffing from Ministry of Health and Licensing, who will be there. Um, uh, We are also uh, bringing many representatives of different hospitals and medical clinics and the national clinics to uh, New Jersey as well. I've been taking a tour to a bunch of different hospitals for the last several weeks, talking to the chairman of the hospitals, and they're flying in representatives already to interview um, prospective older physicians and paramedical fields, and it could be remarkable. We're anticipating, I think, over 150, 160 physicians and in the medical 
um, field of uh, perspective of limb coming out, and it's going to be a remarkable day just for, for that piece of the bigger mega event, which we're expecting around 1,500, 1,300 to 1,500 people. Um, it's going to be an incredible day. We're also going to interject some inspiration throughout the, throughout the day and uh, make sure that everything runs smoothly and create different tracks so that we can manage the population. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful day. Um, uh, we should mention that if there is someone in the medical field, for instance, this might apply to some other things you're doing as well, uh, but certainly with the medical stuff, if you go to nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il, simply get to the mega announcement, and you will see uh, the opportunity to find out more about what's happening uh, with the medical piece. And if there is something you know procedurally that you need to do or that you want to explore, uh, you can find that right there if it's uh, able to be taken care of that day. So take advantage of the fact that a very important piece of Israel, and a, and, and I say this respectfully, a piece of bureaucratic Israel, I'm not using bureaucracy in a bad way when I say that, but literally a, a, an important piece of what um, you know could, could take a long time to take care of while you're in the Holy Land is being brought to you here in New Jersey uh, to take care of uh, on the spot. So take advantage. Again, go to nbn.org.il nbn.org.il. I love the fact that you have special sessions for retirees and empty nesters. There are people of a certain age who ask themselves, what could I give the state of Israel? I can't go to the army. I'm not even in the workforce anymore. Some would say in my 70s and 80s, what am I doing to, you know, to bring a, uh, you know, a positive element to Israel? You would say uh, that you would not only encourage these people, you would try to convince them that, yes, their presence in Israel, just being residents there, uh, for the rest of their lives, will make a remarkable difference. A difference for themselves and a difference for the country and a difference for their family. Absolutely. By the way, now that I mention it, uh, anybody out there who's made Aliyah and has people who and has uh, relatives, parents, and grandparents who are still here in the U.S., this would be a good recommendation for them. Tell them there's special sessions for retirees and empty nesters happening March 15th at the Glen Point Marriott. They might want to explore this because, you know, Rabbi Fass, a lot of people like spending time with their children and grandchildren. <laughs> right. They do. You would and know. Hopefully, you, Mr. Shambai, you, you, you will uh, soon learn that. You would know from personal experience if I'm not Yes, mistaken. I would. Yes, yes, yes. By the way, Rabbi Fass, you know, I always ask you about the Parshiot, and I'm totally putting you on the spot, but it doesn't bother me at all to do that, frankly. You know, you think there's some symbolism that the the uh, the um, uh, the Jewish nation took took a sir sir uh, I forgot the word circuitous whatever it is <laughs> they didn't take a straight line route to the Holy Land and instead you know went in a roundabout fashion. Could that be somewhat of a metaphor for even us in the year 2020 that it's not always easy and direct to make the move from diaspora to the Holy Land, but at least at least you could help people get onto their route. <laughs> it's, it's a multi-level metaphor. Um, we can be positive in that way. We can be negative also <laughs> looking at the circuitous route to Israel. Um, uh, but let's, let's not belabor that point. Um, let's talk about Yom Sidurim, oh. because I need to share with you just, uh, if people ask me what's my most emotional day or inspirational day, people think it's the charter flight or a group flight or Bonation or the mega event. They're wrong. Today is the once a year when we have a Yom Sidurim, for those listeners who don't know what a Yom Sidurim is, basically the Army gives uh, lone soldiers um, every few weeks a day or a few hours so that they can go out and do their banking or whatever government processing, a few hours so they can manage certain uh, chores. 
problem is by the time they get off base and by the time they get on stand online for a bank or for municipality or minister of interior or they, they can't they don't have sufficient time right so this is our seventh year working with the idf um, creating a yom sidurim in tel aviv today we had we just finished finishing up right now two thousand two hundred chayalim bodedim lone soldiers from over sixty eight countries here in Angudalaman Chayal in Tel Aviv. And for me, it is the most inspirational days of the year. You walk around and you see these inspired, ideological, positive young adults who left their family, left their friends, coming here to serve in our beautiful army. It is the most inspirational thing, and I do this all the time. I stand in the middle of the room when there are hundreds literally hundreds of people swarming around you, running to different um, venues or different tables or different settings, and I just listen to the languages. And it's just remarkable. Just languages from the entire world. And we are sometimes, we have an issue. I've heard that we have an issue with unity in our nation. I, I heard, I, I think it's a rumor. Once in a while. You come, but once in a while, but you, you look at the achtut. And it's just incredible, religious and secular, and men and women and kids from Moldova to kids from Albania, kids from uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and they're just everyone is just has this common denominator of of ideology and conviction, and it's incredible. And every year, I just amazed by my staff because my staff constantly thinks of creative ways of how do we do a better a better service, even down to the tiny little detail. I'll give you two things. Number one, we realize that a lot of soldiers, regular soldiers, when they come home, their parents, their mom, their sister, whatever, they, they do the, the tailoring for their, for their pants, for their skirts, even for their badges. And poor Highland put it in. They don't have their moms here. Wow. So we brought in a group of volunteer seamstresses. Wow. So just that little sensitive nuance, and I can't tell you when the Chaylin saw that, and when even politicians who came today and saw that, it, is, it was the prat. It was that small nuance of sensitivity that just blew people away. I have this hardened Israeli politician who came today. He broke down crying when he saw a line of seamstresses doing uh, hemming and, uh, and tailoring uh, uniforms. That's number one. And number two, I started the morning very early here, and we did a huddle. I had a special huddle with 30 people. Who are these 30 people? These are 30 driver testers, um, that instructors that took off their day from their work, volunteered to take four or five chayalim at a time out to test them in driving so that there would be a one-stop shop here today that a kid, a chayabode, could come in, get an eye test, a doctor's note, get online, file, file his paperwork, go outside, take a driver's test, and get a license today. Unbelievable. Absolutely It's unbelievable. still going on. It's still going. As of now, I get a count on my, um, uh, on my email. They sent me to up to 459. We're going to hit to 600. 600 driving tests for lone soldiers. Unbelievable. And you sit, you talk to these 30 people, and I was talking to them, I said, 
It's remarkable. Thank you so much for, for dedicating a day. You're volunteering. It costs you money. You're losing money. And they're like, this is our Zionism. This is our inspiration. This, some we're saying, this fuels us for the rest of the year. It, it just reminds us of what's good. This is good and pure and, uh, and, and positive. And for them, this fuels them for the next several months. So those are just two small and nikudot that I just are so beautiful about today. It's the old, everybody has their role, and they feel that's their role in the whole picture, in the whole puzzle of Zionism. That's their role. That's what they need to do. It's pretty amazing. How long did it take you to get a driver's license in Israel? Um, one test. Really? <laughs> I hear that's the exception. No. No, a lot of people... And it's shocking, and it's shocking that it only took me one test. <laughs> no, that's, um, the, that's, <laughs> that's what I mean. You've been in a car with me. Um, <laughs> and, and also, and also, <laughs> you, you knew I was going to ask you this. Was Albania the most obscure? If we were sitting now over coffee, and I said, Rabbi Fass, what was the most obscure country? Oh, my the, gosh. Which would it be? Uh, the, it, the, the hysterical thing is we were walking with, uh, with a few politicians um, to, and greeting just randomly Chayelim. And uh, and one kid was like, I'm from Belgium. Mm-hmm. Another kid was like, I'm from Holland. Another kid was like, I'm from New York. Another kid was like, I'm from France. Another kid was from, I'm from Germany. And then we hit the sixth kid. He was like, I'm from Belgium. <laughs> so we, we pulled this kid out. We went to the first kid online, <laughs> and we're like, do you guys know each other? They're like, no. I said, you guys are from the same country. Then I looked up how many kids, lone soldiers from Belgium, are serving only four. These are two kids out of four in the entire country that are serving, and they didn't know each other. I just thought it was... I love that. But I'll give you... We had two kids from, from Sweden, um, 19 from Venezuela... Hope the Swedish um, government doesn't know that they have citizens uh, who are now no, fighting. Can I tell you something remarkable? Consulates sent representatives to help just to be there as a service. So I'm speaking to the French consul general. And it's weird because there are people from their country are moving to Israel. Right. And they're serving in a foreign, in their mind, in a foreign defense force. Right. A foreign army. Right. And they're there servicing them. And she was like, no, I love the energy. <laughs> it's incredible. I'm here to support. They're, they're part of us. They're part of you. It was, that was shocking. Okay, I can understand the American embassy and the Canadian embassy, and even the Russian embassy comes every single year. But the French was a different edition this year. I was actually very surprised and um, very appreciative. That, that, is really the, nice. that is the story of the day. I am stunned. That is the story of the day. Unbelievable. Uh, the mega event, everybody, will remind you as we get closer, March 15th, Glen Point Marriott, Teaneck, New Jersey. Information, nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il, or 8664-ALIAH, 866-4-ALIYAH. Uh, Rabbi Fass's staff is, sta- even with the Yom Sidurim, they're busy today, but they're still standing by to take your call or to um, answer your questions if you want to go ahead and get to the website and start your own Aliyah application. They are more than ready to take care of you right there on the website. Rabbi Fass, I thank Absolutely. you. I thank you. We'll see you at the mega event. Uh, we'll be broadcasting from there. Please I thank God. you, Mazal Tov, again. Been my warmest to Miriam. Certainly Looking will. forward to seeing you all at the mega. Bezrat Hashem, thank you so much. Rabbi Josh Fass, he's founder of Nefesh Benefesh, March 15th, Marriott Glen Point, Teaneck, New Jersey. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
Eitan Katz, live in Jerusalem, volume number two, coming up 9 a.m., just a couple of minutes from now. Unlocking Greatness with Charlie Harari. Spin class at 9.30 with Michael Fragan. 10 a.m. for Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs. And, of course, That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. She'll speak about the uh, kosher food and wine experience coming up on a Monday in New York. Uh, that'll be uh, The show will be at 10.30. 10.30 this morning, That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. Live lunch at 11. Uh, throwback Thursday. And then tonight at 7 p.m. is the Arab Shabbos show for Parshas Yisro. Prepared by Amarik Zamek, and uh, he'll be hosting that tonight starting at 7 p.m. It'll be encored at 3 a.m. and at 10 a.m. tomorrow. And um, and um, I'm trying to think what else I want to tell you about that. Yeah, it'll be encored, and uh, it is worth, it is absolutely worth tuning in because, uh, as you know, every single Erev Shabbos show is tailored for that specific Erev Shabbos. That's the Mark's credit. And we thank him. Tomorrow morning, we're back, of course. JM the AM starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to be tuned in. And a special thank you to our friends from a time for making this morning very, very inspirational, to say the least. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world the web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday here at JM and the AM. Plenty coming up, including Charlie Harari, who's next. Tomorrow we're back between 6 and 9. Make sure to join us. Have a fabulous Thursday. Until, until tomorrow, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.